the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Like Bob on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Live. And welcome again to Bob Bernie Live. And if you just tuned in, particularly if you're listening to WAVA in Washington, D.C., uh, this is not the voice you're familiar with. Don Crow is usually your afternoon host. Don is taking a couple of days off, and my name is Bob Bernie, and I'm broadcasting from Columbus, Ohio, because I host my program in Columbus. And uh, every once in a while, we link the two stations together and we simulcast, which is what we're doing today. And uh, I've got jammed full phone lines, so let's go immediately to the phone lines. And first up is Royal in Maryland. Hey, Royal, thank you for calling. Welcome. You're on Bob Bernie Live. Hey, how you doing, Bob? Royal, I am well. Thank you for asking. I was surprised to hear you say that you say you rule over a lot of wealth. That's good news. That I do what? You rule over a lot of wealth. I rule over a lot of wealth. Yeah, didn't you say that? Uh uh-uh. uh No, 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 no. no. Oh, you must have said that about somebody else. Yeah, no, no, I don't know. Uh, all right. So I want to tell you this. I used to be a gangster, and I asked the Holy Spirit, give me something I can overcome gangsters with. Yeah? So, on my way to a family reunion in Danville, Virginia, he said, I want you to ride all the way down to Danville, Virginia, without your seatbelt, praying for Brandon. With this, you will overcome gangsters. So I rolled down there praying for Brandon, bless Brandon, save Brandon's soul, save Brandon from coxins, give Brandon all he needs, save Brandon, save Brandon's family, let me meet Brandon. I didn't know a Brandon. So I went down to the family reunion, came out the family reunion, was standing outside the hotel, and I heard a boom noise. And I said, the Holy Spirit said, walk down there and see what it was. So I went down there. It was a car totally on the right side of the road. And a young white male was standing on the left side of the road. (coughs) Standing on the left side of the road in his 20s. So the Holy Spirit said, walk up to him. I walked up to him and said, were you in that car accident? He said, yes, I was. I said, what's your name? He said, Brandon. Huh. Wow. And you were part of a gang before this? I was. A, I, I used to rob. I robbed two restaurants. Oh, my goodness. And I pistol whipped a man. And, and you gave your heart to Christ? Yes. All right. And you're living in victory today? 
Yes, I'm living in victory. Good. Thank you. Praise God for that, and thank you for sharing your testimony. Listen, God can deliver you from anything. Wow. All right, let's go uh, also to Maryland, and we've got DeVille on the line. Hey, DeVille. Welcome. Uh, Good good afternoon, uh, uh, Brother Bernie. And uh, I thank God for um, uh, Brother Don Crow. And uh, I just want to say that uh, I'll be 73 the 1st of February, and I'm a black man. And I have similar testimony to the guy that uh, just got off the phone. Yeah. Um, I was uh, a gang, small-time gang leader. Uh, I abused drugs, uh, um, LSD, uh, hashies and opium, uh, 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 um, uh, heroin, and different things. But anyway, the Lord saved me in 1970. He saved me. Mm. Uh, uh, filled me with the Holy Ghost, baptized in Jesus' name, speaking in other tongues. But anyway, I don't regret uh, uh, any of that. That's been, uh, it'll be 52 years this October. Wow. But anyway, uh, I wanted to say that uh, um, I believe that a black man, uh, we, uh, which I, I, I believe you concur with this, that we have a strike against us in this in this country in the United States, being just being black, and um, um, uh, but uh, I want to say that uh, after getting saved. And then uh, uh, you're hungering thirst and after righteousness and getting in God's word and believing the word and speaking the word and living the word. Uh, Romans 8 and 28 says, uh, all things work together for good for them that love God and who are called according to his purpose. Um, so uh, all things work for good, but all things are not good. Mm-hmm. Some, I had some, uh, some terrible experiences sure. with uh, with with uh, some Caucasians that felt that they were superior mm-hmm. to, to other races. And uh, I'm just saying that, uh, that, that, that we, I think some things we have to consider, uh, uh, Bernie. Oh, yeah, it, ab- absolutely. Absolutely. And I think we need to be honest and again, not sugarcoat the difficulties that, that anyone has. Uh, DeVille, I grew up in Southern California I don't know whether you've heard of the city of Compton, but a few years ago, Compton was the murder capital of the United States. And uh, my senior year in high school, I was the minority, being a white kid in a predominantly black school. Uh, I was the white kid. I was the outcast. Uh, There were a whole lot of things I could not do because I was white. Does, Does that mean that that I was oppressed and that that um, that I I was somehow exempt to feelings of, of resentment and so forth. And no, the only reason I bring that up is all bigotry should be condemned. All bigotry, white to black, black to white, Asian to white, white to Asian, discrimination should be condemned and recognized and acknowledged and not sugarcoated. But I think you would agree, DeVille, that no one should assume anything because of the color of their skin. 
It would be disgusting for a white person to consider that they are superior because they're white. Wouldn't you agree that it would be wrong for a black person to assume that they were inferior because they were black? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And as a follower of Christ, we have to understand that the ground is level at the cross. Many people have had difficult experiences, white, black, and so forth. And that's the message of the gospel, that Christ can allow us and give us power to overcome those things. And I I think you would agree with that as well, wouldn't you, DeVille? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. And you and I are brothers. We're on the same page. Well, you and I are brothers because we have been washed in the blood of Christ, and we have been made one in Christ. And I'm delighted that you called, DeVille. Thank you. And praise God for your testimony and what God has given you victory over. Praise God for that. God bless you. You yeah. as well. Thanks, DeVille. God bless you. Uh, quickly, we're going to go to Violet in Virginia. Violet, you're on Bobberty Live. Thank you so much for calling. Welcome. You're on the air. Hello, Violet. Are you still there? Oh, evidently we lost Violet. Maybe she was not patient. I don't know. Violet, uh, if you want to try to call back, please do. I'll try to get you on. Uh, We're going to go ahead and take a break. I've got Warren in Washington, D.C., but uh, I don't want to cheat Warren out of uh, a sufficient amount of time. So, Warren, if you will hang tight, I promise we'll come to you right after this break. If you want to get in on the discussion, my number is 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. Again, welcome to Bob Bernie Live, and we're going to go quickly to the phones. And as promised, Warren in Washington, D.C. is up next. Hey, Warren, welcome. Thanks so much for calling. You're on the air. Thank you, sir. How are you today? Warren, I'm blessed. Thank you for asking. What's on your mind? Good, good. You know, what bothers me as a believer, happen to be African-American, is this misnomer of what critical race theory is. Critical race theory has been around for about the last 15 to 20 years, and nobody had ever heard of it before. It was started by intellectuals in the academic world who wanted to study the effects of racism, slavery, and how it has impacted systems, economic, political uh, judicial systems in the United States. It is not dealing with one race being better than another race. This is a concocted definition of what critical race theory is. And you use LeBron James as an example of 
someone who has made it big, which is true. LeBron James is six foot eight, two hundred and fifty pounds. What are the chances of LeBron James having the money he makes now if he was five seven, one hundred and sixty five, raised in the community that he was raised in? Is it impossible? No. Is it probable? No. And it just bothers me that so many white Christians have jumped on this bandwagon when they didn't say anything about the mixed history that had been taught for years and years and years, and you never heard anybody from the white evangelical church say a thing about it. Well, i got to stop you. Wait, Warren. Warren, well, i got to stop you there. I am a white evangelical, and I have fought against racial oppression, uh, bigotry, my entire adult life. Uh, like I said, I grew up in a very mixed racial area. Uh, I grew up uh, in an area where my senior year in high school, I was the minority, being a, a white kid. That doesn't make me an expert on anything. But has the white community said enough? Probably not. But I think you're wrong on critical race theory. It does make judgments based primarily. I'm looking at Britannica, which they don't print the volumes anymore, but it's a reliable source. And I'm looking at Britannica right now and the whole idea of critical race theory back in 1989, which is when it started and so forth. And it does reach conclusions based simply on the color of your skin. If you are white, you are part of the oppressive class. If you are black, you are part of the oppressed class, regardless of your background, your family, your talents, your abilities. It makes judgments based on the color of your skin. And as a Christian, I reject that. Do I understand that a black individual in many neighborhoods would have it more difficult than others? Sure. And I, I think it's foolish to deny that. But it's also foolish to teach black young people that because of the color of your skin, you are oppressed and you probably will never amount to anything. That's just wrong. Race theory does not teach that. I've, I've been a school teacher, public school system. I have never in my life, in all honesty, I'm a believer, heard that, caught that, heard anything close to that. Are in well, general black from but, an oppressed but, class? But you... the, answer is, the answer is yes. You walk into any courtroom, you have a white guy and a black guy, and you ask, what's the chances of who's going to get off the first, the best? That's a judgment based on class, based on skin color. Is it right? No. But is it real? Yes. Look at the rioters of, of, of January the 6th. Way almost 100% white. And they're getting off basically scot-free. Wait, 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 Warren. Wait, wait, no, no, Warren, Warren, please. Warren, let's have a discussion. All right, let's not yell at each other. You talk about January 6th. Those people are being prosecuted. Some of them are going to go to prison. 
how many people who were involved in the riots with the Black Lives Matters movement, how many of them have been prosecuted and will go to prison? There were thousands of them all across America. How many of them will go to prison? How, how many, many of them have been prosecuted? The in the United States. How many burned police stations and killed totally people? Attacked and... the capital of the United States. <sighs> and they, some, of, some of those guys are going to go to prison. Very few. Very few. None. But none. That, none. That, none of the people. group had an African-American attack the capital, they would have been shot on sight. And you can Warren. say... Warren, they would not have called out the military, Warren. not the military, but, but called out the National Guard, and they would have used guns? Sir, you, Warren, you have to be Warren, kidding me. you are jumping to wild conclusions. There is no indication that that would have happened. But, Warren, I appreciate your call. I do. You seem very angry, particularly at white people. And I... I, I I, I hope you, you can deal with that. And I mean that sincerely, not in a condescending manner. I, I appreciate you calling. Thank you. Um, quickly, let's go to Patricia in Virginia. Patricia, we don't have a whole lot of time, but I wanted to get you in before the top of the hour. Patricia, welcome. You're on Bob Bernie Live. Okay. Uh, thank you so much for taking my call. I'm listening to my black brothers and sisters, okay, and I cry, I cry, because I hear them talking. I'm, I'll be 78 this year, and I dare believe that any of them have been through what I've been through with white and black, because I'm a dark-skinned black woman. Mm-hmm. So I dare, and so I'm calling because if they continue to think like they do, they will be where I am. I grew up with prostitutes and pimps. My father lived on the streets. My brother died on the streets. I got mm-hmm. to it. They can't even probably get to where I am. But when Jesus Christ came into my life, mm-hmm. and he said, I, you cannot hate white people. Amen. I said, I can't hate, you can't follow me and hate white people. And I told some authors that, and they looked at me like, wow. Because when you say you love Jesus, you can't, you can't hate. You cannot hate. And I said, brother Warren, he's full of hatred. Uh-huh. And the kids around me, all my children that come around me, the hey, adults, Patricia, the adults, they're coming. Uh, I'm, Patricia, I'm coming up on the top of the hour break, and the computer's going to cut me off no matter what I do. I'm going to put you on hold. I'm going to put you on hold because I, I, I want to continue this conversation. God bless you, sweet lady. Hang on. I'll be back. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.